to all our dads out there and all our moms you are listening to episode 117 of the fade you podcast we are on twitter at fade you sports follow us follow the telegram to get den's plays uh nice plays den after going five and one on full game sides in the wild card round uh chris den's full game sides this week not good not good as the dogs prevail he stuck with the faves and Went down with the ship. He goes, he goes, fave, 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 dog. And it goes, dog, 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 fave. So congrats, Dan. Uh, but subscribe to the pod and uh, keep listening, guys. We appreciate it. We're going to give you guys a few more weeks of football content. And we got some good stuff coming up after that. My name is Matthew James at Matthew James 78 on Twitter. Chris Duke is the aforementioned has Matt suit 23. Chris, uh, you were you were watching football everywhere all weekend. Now you got a great story about the Bills Chiefs game, but how would you sum up what we just watched this weekend? Man, I've asked for it. I asked for it in the wild card round, and then I think I asked for it last week on the pod for some pandemonium, some mayhem. Finally, we got it. Everyone's saying it's some of the best weekend of football. How are we going to top it with the I mean the the wild the championship round and the Super Bowl? I mean that was just the Bucks followed by the Bills and Chiefs on Sunday. Just amazing. I was at my sister's 18th birthday party, and they were having some crazy price. I said, Dad, put the fucking game on. He's like, no, it's your sister. So I'm watching it on my work iPad, and all the 18-year-olds are like, did the Chiefs lose? And just super funny. And it's like 13 <laughs> seconds left. It's over. And then the guy's like, oh, man, there's still time. I'm like, there's no way. And they go get the field goal, goes to overtime. Crazy. Everyone I met, all the old-timers, I, I bet a guy at, shot in a beer at the bar and he texted me damn it 13 seconds from glory and then another guy was uh wanted 500 on me and i just uh, did 250 and he he texted me uh, so he goes i said you have zell he's like yeah my wife has zell so at, after the bills take the lead by three with 13 he goes here's my wife's info and then uh, about a couple of minutes later he goes oh shit i think i spoke too soon and uh bit him in the butt well the funny thing about that that is you tried to fuck us you uh, you tried to fuck it up for us. You started talking shit on Twitter because Kelly, you know, Kelly in Vegas is on the, the Bills. And then you had to respond to her, fade Den, when the Chiefs <laughs> took the lead back. And uh, Neil, I think it was you who, who said that we had, to, we had to overcome Chris's mush to get that one home. Well, that was just a straight screenshot. So I subscribe directly. I get a little notification when Chris Duke sends something. So I get this little pop up on my phone. That just says bills. And I'm like, <laughs> like you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I told her for a while. I thought that, I mean, she even did a, I think she did a poll earlier that day. Like who are you taking bills or chiefs? And I think it was 65, 75% bills. And I just think like we talked about on the last pod, I think a lot of people just wanted to see the bills and uh, you could tell it was kind of a, it got very trendy. I didn't talk to anyone that said Chiefs got this. So, and and they almost didn't. But amazing, Mahomes magic, crazy. Neil, we got you in there a second ago with that. I, I remember getting the same tweet notification from Chris. I'm like, oh no, is, is he is he calling this one early? Like, fuck. I mean, he almost fucked the Rams with his celebration and saw what happened there, but. Neil's on there at Big Nelly Buckets on the Twitter. Neil, how uh, how much did you enjoy the weekend? Oh, it was a ton of fun. I think, you know, the thing is with Chris, though, I think he just gets so used to doing things prematurely Ooh. that, um, you I'll know. Ask call, about that. Call it, calling the game. <laughs> calling the game is nothing. So we all get used to We all get used to it. And those of you who follow, we'll, we'll quickly learn that as well. Yeah, most of the time in. In bed, my wife goes, "Are you done already?" I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "I feel all bad, premature." I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Kyle at Kmart's <laughs> underscore angles. the The Bengals live on, the Niners live on. It's unbelievable, dude. Gambling is so easy when you just bet with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
All you have to do is bet that bet your team is a dog every week and they just keep winning. But it's uh, so it's so great because we give Kyle so much shit about betting with his heart and being a homer. But you're getting the last laugh right now, buddy. Your teams just keep winning. It's unbelievable. Uh, I, I mean, unreal. Like I did. I thought the Bengals had a chance. Like we discussed on the last pod. I truly thought. I mean, going into Wild Card Weekend, I I think I texted you, Matt. I said they will beat the Cowboys. Then they will go to Green Bay and beat the Packers. But I don't know about the NFC Championship game. <laughs> and I wanted Brady. Because I feel that the Rams have way too much motivation. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's everything we discussed. You know, after five straight, even more at six. But um, you know, that, we can discuss that on a different pod. But man, what a, like what a weekend! I mean, I th- I think I was just reflecting back on it while I was working today too. Just like all four games end on the final play total of 15 points it's like we just witnessed the super bowl like last year's super bowl was a was just a, a sleep fest and it, it was just amazing you know parody was back so hopefully the conference championships can deliver as well i hope so i mean Honestly, to your point about the Super Bowl, there's been a couple duds. I remember watching the Rams and the Patriots Super Bowl at your parents' house. And that was like, I mean, your, your grandpa was falling asleep. It was, yeah. That was a snoozer. And yeah. the last year sucked. I mean, really, the Eagles, the Eagles and the Patriots was one that was kind of back and forth like some of these games where it's just yeah. punch, punch, counter punch, Philly special. That one was really, really good, but we've had a couple duds lately. But man, this weekend fucking awesome. Even the Niners Chiefs wasn't like yeah crazy. It was just that final really nine minutes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully these last three games just keep keep this momentum because uh, this is some great TV. So good. I mean, man. No, we need unders. <laughs> yeah, keep it low. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris, it's funny. Both so both games Saturday go under, and then both games yesterday go over. I mean, obviously last night over a fuck, and the so Rams crazy. probably should have gone under, right? I mean, if the I Rams, think they both they were saying follow the money, saying if they don't get that, if the Bills don't get that fourth and thirteen, that probably ends 26-21 under. Yeah, then you get yeah. thirty points. I think they said something like thirty points after the two minute warning. What the yeah. fuck? defenses were gassed yeah dude that was one well i mean we'll just let's start with that game there is no whoever won the toss was scoring a touchdown and winning it all the time right like there was no way either defense was going to stop anybody do we want to start with the overtime i hear a lot of people bitching about the overtime rules i I remember we had the same goddamn conversation a couple years ago when the chiefs got fucked by the patriots in the same situation what do we think? I mean, I hate that that's a conversation because it took away from a phenomenal game. What do you guys think? I mean, that's that's the rules as of right now. Like, we've all known it for 30 years, so it's, it is what it is. But, I mean, I think I've said it for 10 years. Uh-huh. Like, college football probably has overtime right. But NFL, I feel, let them start at the 40. Just let them duke it out that way. Have them go for two. I like. I, I don't know. Any anything's better probably than what it is because, I, I mean, even having games ending in ties or just having these sudden death scenarios, especially in the playoffs, like it's. I don't know, man. Like for a game like that, I feel that. I don't know. Like yeah, the old rule definitely sucked. sucked. When they were only when like you could go down and kick a field goal and end it. I'm glad they did, did that, but I do think maybe one possession each would be nice. I mean, so so the Chiefs go down, score, get seven. Let the Bills counter if they can. If you get a, if the Chiefs get a stop, ball game. I don't see why that's so. You know, you know. I understand. Man, well, if they score, then they're just going to keep scoring on each other. Well, good. Just like basketball, double overtime, triple overtime. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I, I and I think you know. It, I remember previous uh, overtime games were literally like the talk was, and I think it's very team dependent, right? Because there's talk with like when it was a sudden death that there's talks like, would you just let your, you know, would you choose to kick off and put your defense on the field, right? Like a snow game that's, you know, 10-10 going into overtime. 
you know, I, I certainly think like for that game, it's it's a shame that Josh Allen's sitting on the sideline and has zero control, you know, over the end of that game. Like the end of that game is, you know, let them just play out a 10 minute, you know, overtime. But, you know, if this game was through, you know, two powerhouse defenses, which you again, you really don't see that anymore. So it's almost unfair just not to let offenses, you know, get out and, and duke it out. But like Matt, you said, like this was this game came down to the coin toss. You know, if it was fourth and three from the 30 at some point that Casey had, you know, Casey's going for it. The field goal did nothing because your defense isn't going to stop anything like this was it, it was a shame to see Josh Allen on the sideline. And I think something needs to be looked at, you know, at least for for playoff overtime. Well, did you did you see his reaction when he saw the coin toss heads? He was like, "We're fucked." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody had to be like, "Yeah." I mean, this is unpopular, but at some point, defense is part of the game too. And I don't know. I, I think the coin toss is dumb because then that's just chance. I think, and I saw somebody else tweet about this: have it be part of the home field advantage that. You, you don't flip the coin anymore. You get to decide as the home team whether you receive or kick off. And we've talked about home field advantage never mattering less. I mean, you think teams want home field in that situation so that they can decide whether they get the ball first? I don't know. The coin toss is dumb, though. It's like – Well, guys, nobody yeah. mentioned, didn't we – I mean, I got fucked twice. Nobody remembers when the Patriots go down and get three and then the – Cowboys come down and get six and win after nobody remembers when the Chiefs and the uh, didn't that happen to the Chiefs and the uh, Chargers Chargers get three and then they go down and get it and cover the three and a half so it's like like okay so it's fine on that one when it works out with the team both teams get possession but it's not in this situation it's like everyone wants to pick and choose I mean it's a game the thing that really got me thinking last night is this whole weekend came down to just mistakes. And this is not exclusive to football, but mistakes in the playoffs are amplified so much. And Kyle, you got, you got to talk about the bills. And so, okay, there's 13 seconds. Like you got to have a better plan than that. Right. I mean, do they, does this ever come up? Do they address this during the season? Like you got to be more dialed in there and know how to close this out. Yeah. I mean, the fact if they had, you know, one or two timeouts, I mean, I think, I think you got to, you know, squib it, kick it at the five yard line, whatever it is, take, you know, one play off. If they have no timeouts, 13 seconds, sure. Kick it out. Why, why risk it? Cause at that point it's essentially one play in bounds you can just play quarters, defend the outside. You're you're basically wanting them to throw it over the middle, and you just tackle them. The game's over. But when you have two timeouts or three timeouts, you know it, it was it was just great offense, honestly, uh, on a gassed ass defense. So, you know, it was, it sucked being on the wrong side of it personally, but you know, was, they took advantage of them, and it's almost like the Bills' defense, you know was just allowing it thinking time would run out because 13 seconds doesn't seem like a lot, but I, I just don't feel like people understood. Oh, wow. They have timeouts. They can just, you know, use their speed. And, you know, I think they were probably only trying to get it to like a 60 yard attempt and Travis Kelsey, uh, apparently he and Mahomes did some backyard football and just kind of drew something up on the go. Neil, they like, it's like they just held hands and walked together down the field. I mean, there's, it should not have been that easy, right? You wouldn't think so. But then again, Casey on offense makes a lot of things look easy when, God, when they damn. need to. I mean, it, you know, I, I thought the one of the funniest things of that game is like, how does, how does Tyreek Hill, how are you able to hold a football in one hand, wave a peace sign at the other and go stride for stride with a guy, with a, with a guy? Like you're running so fast without using your, your arms to run and you're just running at same speed and no one can catch you. And you like, it, it's incredible what they're able to do. I mean, I don't, I was listening to the middle cough and they said, you know, 15, 10, 87 is probably the best, you know, offensive trio, you know, in the history of football. And, you know, it given modern day NFL, where sort of the running back is taking the back seat. We all look at, you know, the Aikman, Irvin and Emmett days. It's like, it's hard to, 
it's it's hard to bet against what he's saying or to you know finding a, a different three combo that you'd rather take over those three because they're just so in sync and it, and it's it of it's of course right it's of course it's it's Hill Mahomes and Kelsey that whole drive 13 seconds it's Hill and it's Kelsey and it's Mahomes and it's over overtime Kelsey catches the touchdown it's Hill like when it's the go to and what he needed it's the big three they find a way it's they find a way yeah yeah unreal it was crazy Chris, how about uh, let, we can't move on without mentioning Fireball's own not good enough to walk on at Fresno State, Josh Allen. How big's his cock? Amazing, huh? Can you believe the top two rushers of the weekend were Allen and Mahomes, sixty-eight and sixty-nine? I think I think Allen was eighteen to one to be the leading rusher. Crazy. So those these teams shut down the running game. Um, amazing, and that's a good segue to uh, from Neil to the Rams game because. Uh, how about you cover cup there, huh? The best guy on the field. Yeah. Well, just let him scamper for 60 yards in that last in 40 seconds and get out of bounds. But uh, go MVP. <laughs> Jesus. Last thing on the bills. I mean, Kyle, for the, for the crowd who says that to, to win championships, you got to earn it first and you got to go through some heartbreak first. I mean, those poor Buffalo bill fans, man, they're close. And you got to feel like their time is coming soon, right? Like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to feel for them because as, as much as our Niner faithful has gone through, like it's a no comparison to the pain and anguish that no contest. In yeah. base. it's, it's not an enviable, enviable position. That's for sure. You got to think they're close. They're knocking on the door. I mean, God, if that game's in Buffalo, maybe it's a different outcome. Like, Fuck. Yeah. Tough. So they're also close in the nineties, four times. How'd that work out? Yeah. And they've been waiting ever since and they just can't quite get there. Fuck. But next year, man. Yeah. That real quick to your point, right? This game, this game is a Buffalo bills, nine, six loss at Jacksonville earlier on in the season from being in Buffalo. Yeah. Like, so I think you, you look at one game, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think you talked about this and brought it up on the last part of how, you know, we look back at how some teams lost. Like, yeah, if they don't lose at Jacksonville nine to six because they had the tiebreaker because they had already beaten Kansas City in the regular season, this game's being played in Buffalo. And exactly to your point, is this a different, yeah. a different outcome? Yeah. So. Wild shit. Uh, all right. Bucks and Rams. I mean, Brady didn't look good. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, any chance Brady's done? I'm betting. So. I'm betting the no. I think we got an, we got at least another year. I just I just think it was bad. I just think it was bad luck. I mean, I look at you know you at the end of the season you lose Godwin, Antonio Brown melts down. And we look at, you know, Kansas City, what happened to Kansas City against Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl last year when they didn't have an offensive line. And that's kind of what we saw from Tampa Bay. And it's like the worst possible team not to have an offensive line um, and go up against when you're having to go up against Von Miller and Errol Donald. You saw him just get super flustered and, you know, not have a great game or not at least not a Brady like game real quick. And then back to Brady, how much of a fucking piece of shit is Antonio Brown? Posting on social media, yeah. dancing on the Bucks grave. Fuck him. He yeah. cannot be worth the trouble. Right? No. He's done. God. I missed that. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. <laughs> well, he's like, no, it's him. It's that. It's a meme from him with his shirt off dancing in the end zone, holding up a sign. Uh-oh. And it's, yeah. I don't remember what it said, but it, oh, bye bye post- Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. I, I didn't realize he posted. It. I thought someone else just did, and I was like, "Oh, that's silly." No, so he posted it on Twitter. It said "Bucks lose" or something, and they like wow. right just with it when yeah. he had his hands up and they cropped yeah. it in a sign. Yeah, it said "Bucks yeah. lose" like he was celebrating for it. God, what a fucking what a piece of shit. Anyway, Brady, uh, Kyle, Chris, you think he's any chance that's it, dude? So I don't know if you guys or anybody who listens to this are watching that series on Peacock on Joe Montana. I want to, I need, I need to that. I don't like, obviously Steve Young was probably our generation's San Francisco quarterback just from our age. Like 
Montana was on his way out, but oh my God, like I did not realize what shit went down before they went back to back. Like it's insane. Like, and even just the, the parallels between Montana and Brady, like now I just respect this guy so much more just how, I mean, clearly he idolized him, but dude, it's, it's like almost watching someone identical. It's crazy. But I don't know. Like, it, it's weird. Like, I heard them saying, is this Brady's last game? I heard, like, two months ago, Brady saying, I want to play till I'm 50. So, like, I don't, I don't know. I can't. I honestly can't imagine Brady not playing. But as far as winning another championship, like, I mean, it sucks this is recording, but I have to think that window's gone. Uh, there's just, I mean, whether it's the NFC, but look at the those five quarterbacks in the AFC. Like, yeah. good luck when you yeah. get there. Good luck because Joe Burrow and that Bengal team, they're only going to get better. I mean, he, he didn't look good at all. And I mean, the comeback only happened because the Rams tried to, the Rams tried to pull in Atlanta Falcons from the Super Bowl. I thought Arians looked old and like he needs to go out to pasture. I mean, he had no answers. But uh, Chris, how about it? Your Rams, they get it done in spite of themselves, I think. The Rams beat the GOAT, even though they went like punt, punt, fumble, touchdown, punt, missed field goal, punt in the Dude, that fumble. second acres fumble, like that's when I thought, are you kidding me? Well, how about Ramsey? Yeah. How about Ramsey? You're up 14 with a couple minutes left. Yeah. Let's and you let get beat deep. He yeah. kind of slipped and then looked like he gave up like an idiot. But, yeah, crazy, man. They tried to do it again. They tried to pull a Frisco from uh, week 18 when they blew the lead and give it away, but they held on. Stafford pulled his cock out. Cup did, too. And we're going to get a rematch. Part three, baby. This doesn't happen often when you I... need a division foe in the championship game. Dude, the rivalry's back. Like, you can't. I don't think you can argue that now. I mean, this is this is going to only be the second time they've played in the playoffs, and it's. I think it's. I think it's great for the rivalry and even for the NFL. I mean, because three three weeks ago, no one thought this was possible. Well, how about the Rams posting before the game against the Bucks that because they knew it would be the Niners. And they they restrict the ticket sales. Yeah, the people with an LA's. What kind of chicken shit is that? It it's just funny, and it shows how scared they are because they know. Like it, it's just funny because there's a huge fan base in LA. I mean, I've I've met more Niner fans growing up here than I've ever met Rams fans. And being a season ticket holder when they finally came back at the Coliseum, like they didn't show up. It's it, a joke. It yeah. It was Growing up as with the Chargers, it, but it was the same with the Rams. Just oh yeah, just there yeah. was a little bit more Rams fans, but the Coliseum was always empty. Growing up as a Rams fan here, you know, my dad never stopped liking them. A lot of them said "fuck it" when they went to St. Louis, and that's why the Dodgers became. I mean, the yeah, the Dodgers and the Lakers became and the LA teams. Like that's what people wanted. You know, the early two thousands. And recently when the Dodgers got good and now that they came back, now a lot of the LA people oh, I like the Rams oh, now that they're back in LA, it's like, yeah, fuck you. Like, Oh, they're, they're fair weathered. Like everything else. They like their Dodgers and their Lakers. So um, Niners travel a lot of NorCal people come down here and they stick with their team. And you can tell. Just we're recording this on Monday. I can't wait all week for ev- all the Rams players, all the wives. I saw Whitworth's wife is already doing this on Twitter. Don't sell your tickets to Niner fans. I'll buy them, and and we'll make sure Ram fans. No, fuck that. People are going to sell their tickets because there's a lot of people here who have Ram season tickets who aren't real fans, and they're going to cash in on I – mean, Kyle, what do you think a ticket's going to sell for? Dude, like, they don't give it – like, I've already seen just Rams fans just posting on Twitter saying, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. the, money, the money right now is worth more. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, they can try to – suppress it as much as they want but you know at the end of the day like there's I don't want to say it's not loyalty but like when the cost of these tickets you can get so much for them 
I don't think people are going to care. Like if I actually had San Francisco 49er tickets and I was like, well, I live down here. I'm not making it up there for this conference championship. I'd sell them for a thousand and I'm not vetting out if you're a Rams fan or whoever we're playing. Yeah. What's so what percentage is the stadium going to be Niner fans? I mean, I heard 75, 5% last time. So I'd say probably two thirds. Yeah. I can't I wait. It would be as much, but I can't wait till they show. Cause you know, the Rams are hosting the Super Bowl. I can't wait till they show Cronky in his box with his fancy <laughs> suit on surrounded by Niner fans screaming and uh, man, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be so funny. Great. They're so Crazy scared. We had, we had for forever, never a host team have the Super Bowl. Now we might have it twice in two years. Yeah. Wow. And Matt, you talked about money real quick. StubHub cheapest ticket. You can get $547. This is oh, the, it's going down. This is the upper <laughs> section 527. Like the, upper right hand corner that's a big 12. ass stadium too you can't that's a big shit. ass stadium yeah row, t- row 12 so the, the and that's cheapest one on stuff of 547 bucks wow not even my diehard assness it thinks- <laughs> <laughs> well crazy all right on the other side of the break we'll get to the saturday games got to talk about uh the niners maybe once ever once in a century performance on special teams We'll get to that. We'll talk about the Titans and then we'll give uh, maybe some early, early leans at the end of the show. All right. Before we talk about Niners and we already talked about, or no Niners Packers, before we talk about Niners Packers, Chris, you got an update from a bet. Yeah. So I, uh, I bet a guy that at my local watering hole, uh, he goes a shot. And I said, I said, let's pick a game. There's four games. Who do you want? He said, I really like the Bills. I said, okay, I'll take the Chiefs. I'll give you one and a half or whatever it was. And he just pulled up. I'm doing the pod live from the bar. And he pulls up and says, shit, my day was already bad. And he knows we better shot in a beer. So right now, after the pod, I'm going to go get a nice shot in a beer and get a little buzz going with, with the old timer that I bet. Oh, that's awesome. Chris, you are a true degenerate. <laughs> <laughs> Drink all weekend and no Monday night football, and you're like, nope, I'm going right? back. <laughs> Usually, last week we got to watch the cards of the Rams. This week, I'm like, fuck, we got the Virginia versus the Cardinals in NBA basketball. Jeez, I just love that Chris is taking action from all these old timers. Dude, that's amazing. That is pretty. That's pretty. <laughs> if, if you're a senior citizen, watch out for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> go, go collect your social security and then watch out for chris duke <laughs> tell me who you like i'll take your ass <laughs> <Yeah. it. laughs> oh my god that's great all right um i don't really know what to say about the niner packer game i honestly still can't believe it it's like i just don't know how the packers fucked that up but it's you got to give the Niners credit, man. I mean, Kyle, I, I didn't believe, and you know this, and they are a team that is not the best team left in the playoffs, but they have some fucking guts, and they have heart, and they have some guys that just are ballers. And um, it's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, I mean, clearly, clearly not quite the way I thought that game was going to go. Defense. <laughs> They played even better than I could have hoped. <laughs> yeah, say Which, goodbye to D'Amico Ryans. He's getting hired this week. God, seriously. No, please stop this. <laughs> and, you know, like, the crazy thing to me, though, is, like, offensively, they weren't terrible days in the Niners. Like, they weren't terrible. It was just key penalties just before yeah. the half. Brent Williams on a first down, what would have been a first goal, 10-yard hold. And then we end up having Jimmy G have that, the one, the one I know, I, I, I'm saying it here because I'm just having a convo with my friends. But Matt called it, and I, I even go, there's what Matt was talking about. That was huge because all I'm thinking about is, damn, they, they tie this thing up at seven, they get the ball to start the second half, and it's it's easy. And then it's like, oh shit, is it about to be 14 nothing? And I was after they got they got the first down play, I was like, please just let the clock run out. They call yeah. time trying to get greedy and greedy. But 
but then the blocked field goal. And you're like, okay, no harm, no foul. And the Jimmy interception, Chris, I told you like two plays before that. I'm like, oh, fuck, I get nervous about them throwing in the red zone. Two plays exactly. later, lollipop interception. Just well, dude, one play they were saying <laughs> that is six, man. He, he looked like Matt Leinart out there just throwing these. Yeah. Balloons. Yep. <laughs> You know, you got to get, you got to give Jimmy credit though, man. Like he, he was very uneven. He was probably really fucking hurt. Dude, but that's down. Sorry to cut you off. That second down throw that, that to me was a little bit of redemption. Yeah. Or on that final drive to set up the field goal. Oh. Cause he missed Kittle two times in a row in the Super Bowl on yep. the exact same design. And, and that to me, you know, just having the right side of that line collapse just slide and dump that off was it, it was a little bit of sweet redemption to just see him make you know a I mean nothing sexy in the stat sheet but it was huge yeah I mean you look at like his I, I saw this earlier and I screenshotted it for the pod his QBR in the game is 11.9 yeah but it's it's kind of like like stats don't matter in the playoffs like when you've got to have it on that last drive to go win the game, like he made the throws. Yeah. And but like, I was just going to say like, what would it have been if he didn't throw that stupid pick? Like yeah. it probably would have been like 47, 54, but, still nothing great, but not 11, but, nine. But yeah. that's what you get with Jimmy though. Like that, that's yeah. what comes with it. That's why and Middlecoff and Haberman said this, like he's a top 15 quarterback, but he's probably 15. Like that's what you're going to get with Jimmy. <laughs> and yeah. you get, you get the kind of head scratching shit, but then man, he's got guts to, to stand in there with his shoulder probably falling off. I mean, by that time, I mean, it's all numbness setting in and, uh, and they did it. And I mean, Neil, how do you explain, we talked on last week's pod about this game from green Bay's perspective and they have all the pressure on them and they didn't play their guys the second half of week 18. They have the buy. How do you explain this from green Bay? How have they wasted Aaron Rodgers like this? Well, it sure didn't look like there was going to be any rust. I mean, that first drive of the game, just 10 play, you know, 10 plays, 69 yards, they go right down. It's a touchdown in five minutes. And it was like, oh, there's no rust. Like I, at that moment, I thought to myself, oh gosh, like this could be like, I, I felt for Kyle's wife. Like, I'm like Boy, she needs, <laughs> she needs protection for the night. Like this is not going to go well. Like, so I, you can't say that there was a rust factor. I, I don't know. It was kind of hard for me to tell what happened from that drive on to the rest of the game. Um, but, you know, like you said, I Warner yelled at the fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right but that's just this. something you know turned and clicked for because for green bay to be as bad as they were the rest of the day the game you know something from san francisco side had to you know had to have clicked um and they sort of woke up or got used to the cold well, like, or, or something well i i think what i mean the cold you know obviously is going to affect everybody and they said in the second half when the snow was coming it was like ice sure. out there yeah so you think about you think about the niners in that the pressure they're getting on Rodgers, you know, 2.83 seconds, half a second, you know, longer than week three. And there's just not enough time, you know, as we saw that last possession where he tried to go deep to Devontae and, and, you know, the Niners had it covered, but there just wasn't enough time and probably guys slipping. So I think, I think there was just a lot of, of, you know, outside factors, you know, helping and, as bad as the Niners, you know, mistake wise, you know, in key situations, because Green Bay outplayed them. I don't think I don't I don't think I could argue San San Francisco outplayed them, but they kind of like the Super Bowl, Matt. Like that final six minutes, everything they needed a hundred percent to go right, and they somehow got it. Yeah, if I was to tell you that they were going to score six points on offense, but win, I, you would have. I mean, you would have been like, yeah, I would have figured we had that they had three interceptions, a pick Mm -hmm. six, that blocked field goal, you know, probably returned for a touchdown. You know, just I would have assumed something like that. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, to go back to Matt's your original question with Ro- around Rogers himself, like I think that you know, obviously Rogers is going to get all the media attention um, and, you know, people are going to love to throw shade on him. But I think it, at what we saw in, in this game, and just to your point, like with San Francisco throwing, you know, putting up six points on offense, like I think that that A.J. Dillon injury was, I think, more impactful than that then at least than I've heard anyone talk about today. Like AJ Dillon is, is he's supposed to be your your big bruising back. Like, father. Yeah, this this game was like this this weather, this game was built for like an AJ Dillon type of running back. Um and you saw like a you know whenever anytime Debo got the ball as a you know as a bigger guy in space like him going out as early as he did, like I think that really put a damper on, you know, what Green Bay was able to do, especially in the second half. Like Kyle said, the weather got really bad. It got really cold. Snow came on the ground. Like Aaron Jones is a is a in space running back, whereas Dylan's the guy who wants to just punch the hole and get five yards and you know bring guys along with him. So I don't think that's getting talked about enough whereas this the shades being on is being thrown on Aaron and right I mean he's the quarterback he's the face of the franchise he's one of the faces of the NFL so he certainly deserves part of it but I I don't think I've heard enough about you know what losing Dylan meant to that team in that moment agreed Chris we um we don't get a lot of like because of the nature of football and how plays are long developing, we don't get like single moments where it's like March madness when a guy makes a buzzer beater, right? Where like the sports book erupts or the bar erupts. But when they blocked that fucking punt, that was so cool. That moment where the bar just explodes and the Lou Holtz guy is losing his mind. Like (laughs) how fucking cool is that? Just as a, as a football fan, to have a moment like that happen where it's like, Oh fuck. Like that, just that single moment in time like that. How cool is that? Sticks his paw out there and gets oh. it on him. And they, they block it kind of everyone. Nobody's there. Some oh the ball's there. They scoop it up and score epic play. Yeah. The bar uh, was fun. Had some guys there that were really cheering. <laughs> like that. I probably had four times as much money on it than them, but they were just diehard fans. It was good. But uh, yeah. another play that you and I got fired up and we don't talk about it that much. And I think it might've been one of the biggest plays of the game talking about it on follow the money today. When they, when Lewis fumbled that ball, I mean, they very well could have been going in to take a 10, nothing, 14, nothing lead. They're driving and me and you looking like, fuck, this could get ugly. And boom, the next play, they punch it out and totally changes momentum. And, uh, Little plays like that, like you said, turnovers get magnified in playoffs, and that was a huge play to to slow the Packers down, and they never really regrouped. Well, you know what was crazy about that? So Mercedes Lewis fumbles, and pretty bang-bang. And then back-to-back Niner plays, they fumble. Debo was called down, you know, forward progress stopped. Ayuk's was very similar to Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. So it's just really funny how – Similar the plays were, but they got, you know, the key breaks. Um, they didn't do anything with it, you know, that time. But, you know, it, it could have easily flipped right back. But, but yeah, Chris, definitely, that was huge. I rem- At the time, you know, I was like, I looked at Jesus, and I'm like, oh, they needed that so bad. It's yeah, interesting. Was- or go ahead, Chris. No, I just said, yeah, it was just huge for the, the night. I mean, the morale. I mean, I'm sure the defense just – that just fired him up and said, Hey, we can get some stops here. You know, it's interesting to compare this game, this 13, 10 Lambeau field in the snow, in the cold, low scoring to the game we saw last night. And I think, I don't know. I almost wonder if we're the last generation that's going to like love games like that. Cause the kids want 36, 33, they want up and down five touchdowns. Like, but I mean, no, man, you, you like, fuck, man. Why don't I want to see hits? Like, yeah. I mean, if guys are scoring, well, no that's one's a getting good point. Hit. Well, Kyle, that's what he's saying. I mean, I, I, know, I, I know. agree. I, just... I, a lot of my buddies in another group text will say, they'll make fun of me. They go, fuck you, Chris. Life's too short to bet the under that. Like Matt said, that's what they want. They want 31 44. They want those like dumb games like the Rams Chiefs two years ago, 51. That's fucking, I don't like that's not football. That's fucking just. Like me, like you said, Kyle. I want to see someone get stuck. I want to see some picks. Yeah. I want to see someone. So fucking, I love seventeen. The nineties football, man. Like yeah. that's what most of us grew up watching. Like 
you know, <laughs> I want guys getting stuck, as you put it, Chris, you know, like Ronnie Lott. I want the forearm shiver, you know, like it's too finesse. I mean, I, I agree. Don't hit a guy in his head, you know, like you don't punch another guy in his manhood. But, you know, they got to They got to bring back the physicality of the sport, because I know a lot of these flags are also deterring, you know, a lot of a lot of fans as well. So it's it's definitely a uh, a cutesy thing they're playing. I think we love it because we we want it to look hard, right? Like we that Niners drive to get the ball back at the end of the game and go set up the game winning field goal, like that was such a grinded out drive that wasn't easy. I mean, these guys couldn't even you, they couldn't catch the ball. It, it was so fucking cold, and you can't feel your hands. And you so there's just something you appreciate when it's hard like that. And it just was. What a hell of a football game. Yeah. (laughs) What a game. Holy shit. And for Rodgers, I mean, I think Neil, I think you said it last week. He's, he's going to go back. Do you still believe that? Or do you think that this might be like, okay, this is, this is going to need to be over. I still, if I was going to bet it, I would still say that Rodgers goes back, but I think that the more telling piece of this is and I think what'll come out first is whether Devontae Adams. Goes That's what back. I was gonna say. Right. I th- I think this is a follow the Devontae Adams move. If Devontae Adams sign, I think that the two of them, especially with that, you know, the the tweet that Rogers you know came out with a, a couple months ago, I think, where he said Devontae Adams was the best player that he's ever played with. Um I think the two of them right now are sort of tied. So I think it from like a, a tracking standpoint, if Devonte Adams goes somewhere first, I, unless he goes to a team that has a, you know, a very well-established quarterback, I, I think they're going to go lockstep together. So keep an eye, you know, especially if like season win totals, you know, come out that they're the two of them are going to be tied. So I would say if Adams signs with back with green Bay, I, my money would be that, that, Aaron Rodgers is going to return. Well, this next one, this will segue into the last game. Um, Haberman and Middlecoff again. They were saying that a walk-off field goal on the road is the sweetest play in football. Kyle, do you agree? I'm not sure I understand the context, honestly. Well, just like it's so, so you're on the road. You're you're the you're the Niners. You're a dog. You're in Lambeau Field. And you get a shot and you get to make the game. The crowd is praying you're going to miss that. You're going to, the, the wind's going to push it and you drill it. And the crowd is like, can you imagine that feeling? I mean, yeah. I mean, I we mean, saw I the reaction from Jimmy and gold, like, like, fuck. Yeah. Like I'd almost one up it and be like, you know, if like they were down a point or two, so they needed it because I feel like when the game's tied, there's not as much pressure on these kickers. Or say, say last night, you know, there was no time left in, you know, the Bucks game and they end up going for two and saying, fuck your overtime. Like, I think that's like, but, you know, but if it was the Rams doing it, you know, on the road, I think that's when it's, you know, even more sweet. But yeah, I can see that. I mean, I mean especially as a rookie, you know, there's probably guys, oh, the pressure too much. Oh, this and that. And just. I forget I forget his nickname. I'll scream it all Saturday, but now I can't, you know, recall it because there's just so much emotion. But it was it was beautiful. It's great for that franchise. You know, just seeing that fan base on Twitter go crazy. It's kind of nice. How does the story go that he was he was doing warm up kicks and he told Burrow, he said, Well, I guess we're going. Cause he knew yeah. he was gonna make it. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, okay. says, uh, I guess we're going to the AFC championship. Yeah, that's cool. I think yeah. that guy, that guy got laid. That <laughs> he's got he he definitely showed he's got at least eight nine inches cocked <laughs> that, isn't that what he kicked the ball with <laughs> I mean, yeah i don't know <laughs> kicking is i i think it was pretty legendary like when vinatieri used to nuke him and yeah. beat yeah. the rams but it's like fuck you do want it like it's awesome for it to end like on that kelsey catch too like just yeah. you know or i remember the uh what was it big band of plexico bursts or whatever like man those are epic when it's in the back oh, of the end zone it was ben, yeah um santonio holmes was it holmes yeah yeah it's like man those are epic when it's just yeah. walk off so you know a lot of people say it too you hear a lot of um i think 
they had someone had like a offensive lineman on. They're like, that's the worst when we bust our ass all day grinding, getting fucking killed on the line. And then you bring in the little kicker to win the, the whole game's decided by him. So it's, it just depends on how you look at it. Oh, the last thing on the I forgot about this on the Niners. You mentioned offensive linemen. Kyle, watching Trent Williams run around and just end people's lives with some yeah. of those. That was so fucking sick. Like, yeah. can you imagine fucking big Trent Williams is is running around and coming at you? Like, what the fuck? Could you imagine how much more dominant he would be if he wasn't hurt? Ugh. Like, everyone's allowing a pressure, maybe two. This guy's injured, not allowing any pressures the last, you know, four games he's played. It's just amazing. It's nuts, I mean, man. Joe Staley was such an awesome Niner, and to be able to to replace him with Big Trent is I know we're so lucky. Anyway, a rhino with like a a woolly mammoth or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. Um, the Bengals Titans. We don't. I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because we're running a little long. I don't know how you get nine sacks and and don't win. Um, but <laughs> dude, Burrow is just talk about guts, man. Like. First of all, he's he's going to get injured again if they don't fix this. Like Zach Taylor, figure it out, bro. I mean, he's going right to he's going to die. Like, he's going to die. So don't maybe not nine sacks in the AFC Championship game, but to just get your ass kicked all game like that and and come up clutch. I don't I don't know what else to say. I mean, the dude the dude is awesome, and uh, Tennessee. I mean. Turnovers matter. You can't That's overcome three happens picks. Happens when you have a vanilla offense. Yeah, I mean, Neil, did Derrick Henry matter? No, 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 not at all. I mean, like, yeah, twenty carries for sixty-two yards. I mean, I think he, you know, they they needed him to come back, and he probably came back too early. So clearly, I don't think wasn't completely. He was out of game shape, right? He wasn't in game shape. He wasn't. He wasn't ready. Um, you know, but. But yeah, Henry didn't matter, but yeah, to Matt, to your point, like how do you get nine sacks and lose it when your quarterback throws three picks, including the very first throw of the game? Yeah. Like, like I remember texting, like, well, that's one way to start off the weekend. It's like you just came out and throw a pick and you know, luckily only gave him three points in that um off that pick, but you just can't you just can't throw three interceptions in a playoff game and and expect to win. So I will say going forward, like Cincinnati, this is the the second game where it's like all they do is kick. They've got to figure out how to score, and, and especially going against KC, right? Like they've got to figure out how to score touchdowns because what the the game against the Raiders, it was like five. They had five field goals in that game, and yeah. and four field goals, you know, in this one, they've got to figure out how to score touchdowns versus you know getting getting hung up and relying on McPherson. You're not beating Mahomes kicking field goals. You can't you can't beat Mahomes getting touchdowns. Josh Allen <laughs> proved prove that. So, Fuck. yeah. Yeah, it was like Henry. I mean, he he scored a touchdown, I think. But I remember yeah. when they they sub him out and Foreman comes in and runs right through the defense for forty yards. It's like, oh, okay, maybe Henry just doesn't have the burst. Like to Kyle's point, he's not in game shape. But well, they ran him a couple times to the outside, and that's that's not where he's good. I mean, if he if you look at him, they start him seven yards back so he can get up to speed. Steam, yeah. And yeah. when they would pitch it out to him, thinking it's like no, like. He might be big, but he needs to be going, you know, 15 miles an hour to make it hard to tackle him. Otherwise, he's you're just bringing down a tree. I don't know what Tennessee was doing. It was like a second and three, right, on the drive yeah. where they and and they ran it, and then it's third and one, and then they try some little finesse Tannehill like fake handoff run, get stuck, and then fourth and one. Of course, they don't get it, and. um I just don't know what Tennessee was doing. I mean, I guess Neil, thank God for Green. Tennessee should thank Green Bay because otherwise they're the the choker of the weekend. I mean, for I, sure, shit, yeah, for sure. And Chris, I guess Rabel gets to keep his cock <laughs> for one more year. Yeah, shit. All right, man. What a what a weekend. Good, great pod. But I mean, we could spend another hour on all those games. Probably. It's just awesome. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do we even want to do? Does anybody have something real strong 
right now. I mean, Joe's not here. I know Joe did the teaser. He teased the Chiefs down and the Niners up. Um, anybody have something they feel real strongly about right now? No, other than Matt, I think we all need to give our, our host a shout out. If they post Jimmy Garoppolo at 32 and a half pass attempts again, I'm going to fire that under as quickly as I can because great call on you by that one. Like you were all over that one. Well, shocked no, that, it was well, shocked that the number came out what it did right at it, well, 32. But we talked, Kyle, we talked about it on the pod and, and, and we thought it was going to be, yeah, you guys thought it was going to be like low. Yeah, I said 15. He said 16. <laughs> yeah. No, so, you guys thought he was going to throw for 15. I thought it, I thought realistically it would be like 22 and a half, something like low 20s. Right, for attempts, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So yeah. so wait, attempts came out 32? or 32. When I looked yeah. Saturday morning, I'm taking the dog out to Garoppolo take a shit. through 19, but the over-under his attempts was 32 and a half, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So we were all over. We were feeling like anything over 21, 22 or like hammer the under and it comes out way higher. Yeah. yeah. Do you, I would say, do, do you guys think that that changes at all this week being that it's not, I mean, I think part of that handicap was again, it was going to be zero degrees in green Bay, little snow. Do you think that changes in a dome? I'd still bet it because he's only gone over. I told you guys he's only gone over that four times in one of, but actually three times all year, and one of them was right at thirty-two. They have to be down big for like Brady. How many yeah. times did Brady end up throwing yesterday? Fifty-three. Yeah, he th- yeah. So yeah, they had you. I mean, the only scenario where he's going to go over is if they're down multiple scores and they just they can't. They have to put the ball in his hands. Yeah, I'm looking. So that first game, the first game in in San Francisco, he threw the ball 19 times. And then in the last game of the season, he threw the ball 32 times. But I think to your point, that was, that was like down right 17 at, like, nothing. Yeah. Down 17 yeah. nothing. You got to catch up. Yep. So, yeah. yeah, great call by us collectively on that one. Um, maybe someone listened to it and followed and we made somebody some money. I hope so. Well, let's do this. We're running uh, over 50 minutes, so let's call it there. I mean, the number one narrative of the week is going to be the Niners have beaten the Rams six times. So uh, on the next pod later this week, we will discuss how much that matters, and we'll get get all our thoughts on the two conference championship games. And all we can do is hope that they're half as good as last weekend's game. So that that was pretty, pretty epic shit. Let's get out of here with this, Chris. Remind everybody what happens if you bet on scum like, I don't know, Delaware State, Mississippi Valley State. <laughs> you get a poopy result, but I think the Mississippi Valley State covered last no. yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, nah, Be careful, folks. Nah, 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 nah. You. <laughs> <laughs>